0: Welcome to Faith and Family, a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. And now from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Faith and Family. Thank you for joining us today. We're going to get right into our topic. We're talking about marijuana and drug abuse. I think you're going to hear some things on the broadcast today you may have never heard before. Specifically, what does the church, the Catholic Church, say about marijuana and drug abuse. But before we get to that, I want to ask the question, what happens when the recreational use of marijuana becomes legal? Uh, It's been in the news. It's spreading across the United States. Every election cycle, it seems to expand a little bit more. Well, I just talked to a couple of people from Colorado in the past couple of weeks, and some folks aren't real happy with the mafia running around Colorado, the mafia from marijuana. Yes, it's legally grown in Colorado. It's then illegally shipped to Miami, where it then can be sold illegally. And then some cocaine and heroin for the return trip, because we don't want to waste gas, is taken back to Colorado. Um, folks are not real happy with that. What about the children aged 12 to 17? They found that in Colorado, the 12 to 17-year-old's use of marijuana is 58% higher than the national average. Well, somebody's going to say, well, at least it's better in alcohol use by teens. Well, actually, alcohol use went up too. So it didn't solve that. I talked to a 20-something in Colorado who's a Catholic, and I asked, uh, what's the deal with uh, the use amongst Christian youth? Listen, parents, this is what this person said. "Quote, It's really sad. I'd say about 80% of my Christian friends smoke. However, the ones that don't are all over 26. Late teens to 25 is the prime user group, so it's definitely a younger person thing. 80% of my Christian friends, and that circle of Christian friends happens to include leaders of various Christian youth ministries— This circle of Christian friends, 80% users, are from Christian families. So (laughs) we're trying to get ahead of the curve here a little bit. We're really not ahead. We're behind, but we're trying to play catch up because this is a nationwide phenomenon. Now here is the rub. When marijuana was illegal in states like Colorado, it was easy to say that it was not moral to do, because it was simply against the law. It is still against the law federally, but uh, young people aren't confused by that. Yes, they are. But when a state legalizes it, how do we say it's wrong to do? If it's legal, it's moral, right? Well, slavery was legal in the United States for what? A century. Is it therefore okay to do if it was legal? No. We would say no today. It was wrong. How about wife beating? Well, there's no laws against domestic abuse in at least 15 countries around the world. Is that okay? Or how about the worst? Abortion. Perfectly legal in the United States. Is it something moral to do? I'm not even going to tell you the answer. I would, though, I would ask you to go to YouTube and put in You want to see a picture of a live abortion and see that baby come out even moving before it dies. Is it okay because it's legal? Is it moral because it's legal? No, no. So the question was asked by the Barna Group surveying American Catholics, and they were asked this question, is it morally acceptable to use marijuana recreationally. Now, we're not getting into the medical topic. We did that last episode, and and this is actually a few years back. The numbers are, without question, higher today. 33% of practicing American Catholics said, yes, it is morally acceptable to use marijuana recreationally. Ah, uh a third of Catholics. And again, the, this only survey that I'm aware was done specifically on this question is a few years back. I'd probably say it's it's right near that 50 percent mark now. Uh, in researching the is it moral now that it's legal question, a young priest who styles himself as an Orthodox young priest who writes online for Catholic youth said yes, it's morally acceptable and it's like ay you know a uh, a pharmacist wrote in you have no idea what you're recommending to young people so already at minimum a third of american catholics think this is moral particularly because it's legal but what does the catholic church say and there's there's a strong reason, which I'll get to as we go through what the church says, to heed what it says. I've mentioned this before, but the Pontifical Council for Health and Pastoral Care has put out an entire book entitled Church, Drugs and Drug Addiction. It's a pastoral handbook, and it's now available online. This was very difficult to get a hold of here in the United States because it's published in Rome, but Church, Drugs, and Drug Addiction, and if you go to the Vatican website and simply plug in Church, Drugs, and Drug Addiction, you'll have a whole book of quotations from particularly John Paul II, who is... um, particularly disturbed about the drug abuse phenomena worldwide. In just a few years' time span, St. John Paul II made over 80 statements regarding drug abuse. How many statements have you heard on Catholic radio, um, in your mass, um, in your Catholic publications over the past few years? John Paul II, who I think had his pulse on the modern world, had over 80 statements in a span of a few years. Uh, the other resource for those maybe leaders wanting authoritative statements, because like this young priest, I'm sure he's very sincere, but he was giving <laughs> bad advice to young people based on just where do we go from here type of thing, and that's not the way to make moral direction in life. The nice thing about being a Catholic, you know, we have the Scriptures, we have the Catechism of the Catholic Church, we have a 2,000-year-old tradition of moral theology that's able to bring forth uh, teaching regarding what's going on in the modern world. I'm holding a manual, the N. Kyridian of the family, and it's titled so that nobody will know what this means. I'm gonna spell it for you because there are hard copies available on Amazon. It's spelled E-N-C-H-I-R-I-D-I-O-N. Now, reason this is so helpful, it's really a manual on the church's teaching on family and life issues dating from Vatican II Council to the present, and it has a section in here about 21 extremely valuable pages on drug abuse, and you're going to get a summary of this today. We want to ask ourselves the question, what does the Catholic Church say? A third of American Catholics, at minimum, say it's perfectly morally acceptable to use marijuana recreationally. This is St. John Paul II quote, among the threats facing youth and our entire society today, drugs take the first place as an invisible and insidious danger. The infection spreads like wildfire, extending its tentacles from big cities to small centers. He said the drug phenomenon is a particularly serious evil. Now, for someone to say that any form of drug use or abuse is morally acceptable, listen carefully. Again, this is St. John Paul II. Taking drugs is always illicit. Let me repeat that. Taking drugs is always illicit because it involves an unjustified and irrational renunciation of thinking, willing, and acting as free persons. We cannot speak of the freedom to take drugs for the human being has no right to harm himself or herself nor the right to abdicate one's personal dignity. That is a very important quote, and I know this is gonna shake up some of my libertarian friends. Catholics are not libertarians. Libertarians are free from all moral constraints. Now, I have a confession to make. I have a great sympathy with a lot of libertarian financial positions versus the socialism that you see advocated by so many ecclesiastical leaders. So the libertarians are closer to Catholic teaching, but Catholics are not libertarians. Anything's is permissible so long as you don't harm, harm someone else. What about harming yourself? What about degrading the goodness that God has given you in your mind and your body? Taking drugs is always illicit, and there's no such freedom to take drugs for the human being has no right to harm himself or herself. Now we get to the Pontifical Council for the Family's statements on drug abuse. And again, the two resources that I've mentioned have this. And if you need help finding these, just Google it, Catholic Church and Drug Abuse, or contact us and ask the host, at gmail.com. But this is from the Pontifical Council for the Family. Quote, what is legal is regarded as normal and therefore as moral. Legalizing drugs does not as such liberalize the product. It instead legitimizes the reasons that lead to its consumption. Does that summarize in a very cogent way exactly what this young person from Colorado wrote me? I'm sad to say about 80 percent of my Christian friends smoke this is since the legalization because what is regarded as legal, it's also as normal and also moral. So legalizing it is really liberalizing the product. It's going to expand. This is also from the Pontifical Council for the Family. Liberalization of drugs leads to their acceptance as legal. From this would derive such confusion, especially in our young people. That's my uh, little uh, editorial comment, such confusion that makes one believe that what is legal is normal and moral. The legalization would inevitably provoke high consumption, high criminality, a high number of road accidents, and worsening personal problems, unquote. So you see, drug abuse, and I'm this is an overall statement, is explicitly condemned by St. John Paul II, the Pontifical Council for the Family. Did you know that drug use and abuse is talked about, is taught in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, section 2291? Again, Catechism section 2291, and here it is, and I quote, except on strictly therapeutic grounds, the use of drugs is a grave offense," unquote. Now I'm gonna put two and two together. St. John Paul II, taking drugs is always illicit. In other words, there's no situational ethics. Uh, that the, I'm talking about the recreational use. Catechism, except on strictly therapeutic grounds, It's a grave offense, and this means you're putting your soul in danger. Now, somebody's gonna ask, ah, but what about marijuana? Isn't it a soft drug, and therefore, it's gonna be okay with our Catholic faith as that young priest wrote to other Catholic youth? Uh, No, Cardinal Sodano said it well drugs are an evil, and you do not make concessions to an evil. It is for this reason that the distinction between hard drugs and soft drugs lead to a dead end, unquote. So, in other words, you can't say, well, this drug is okay, and I'm talking about the recreational use of something to have and hallucinogenic or simply a recreational use, a high. The Pontifical Council for the Family, and remember this was established by St. John Paul II, has a direct and explicit inclusion of cannabis as part of these documents condemning drug abuse. And here it is, and you might want to pay attention to it because I just haven't heard this mentioned. Quote, it is irresponsible to consider cannabis in a trivial way and to think of it as being a soft drug, that is, one without remarkable effects. Okay, that's the Pontifical Council for the Family, and these were holding seminars and conferences on drug abuse, and particularly, again, St. John Paul II was tremendously concerned for this, and saw both the family as the target, so to speak, of drug abuse, and the family as a way to resist it and also help people get off of it. Now, what about the legalization question? Again, this is from the Pontifical Council for the Family. The church would like to point out the implications of this phenomenon— it is the destiny of the people that is at stake. The behavior that leads to drug addiction has no possibility of being corrected if the products that strengthen it are put on free sale. In other words, there are certain limits. You know, imagine um, you know a prodigal child, so to speak, Uh, wants to stray from the Heavenly Father. In his mercy, God puts a rubber band on us. (laughs) In other words, we keep stretching, and by God's grace, you know, he kind of yanks us back. And the same thing is described by St. Paul in Romans chapter 1, and this has to do with the combination of idolatry and basically sexual immorality and going from, you know, fornication ending up in homosexual relations, and then a consuming passion that basically blinds the mind. And three times in that second part of Romans chapter one, it says, God has given them up, has given them up, has given them up. And in a way, this is exactly what the Pontifical Council for the Family is saying. This is a red line, so to speak. This is a societal red line, And that once a society removes any restraint by uh, legalizing drugs, its destiny of its people is at stake. And you say, well, you know, uh, what do they know? Okay. This is very interesting. I'm going to read you a quote by John Paul II from this manual. on the family regarding drug use. And he draws a very careful distinction between the moderate use of alcohol and drug prohibitions. And then there's a footnote I want you to listen to that would save billions of dollars from the United States every year if you paid attention to simply a footnote to the paragraph I'm about to read. But first, the paragraph. This is John Paul II again. Whereas the moderate use of alcohol as a drink does not in fact clash with moral prohibitions. Abuse is to be condemned. Taking drugs is on the contrary, always illicit. There it is again. There's no situational ethics regarding drug use. It's always illicit because it involves an unjustified and irrational renunciation of thinking, willing, and acting as free persons. And it's interesting where that quote is, there's a footnote again from John Paul II. Listen very carefully, because the Council on Economic Advisors to the President of the United States is estimating that the opioid crisis in the United States is costing about 500 billion a year in all kinds of costs, treating overdoses, crime, abuse, uh, trying to recover from the addictions, all kinds of things going on. This is what the Pope said, if you had just listened to this footnote, we wouldn't have had the opioid crisis. And when, when the church is saying, this is gonna open the door that there's going to be no return from it once you kind of open this this door. The rubber band is going to break, and people are going to go into a drug-induced hedonism. But let's just go back to the substances. He says, recourse to psychotropic substances by medical prescription to mitigate suffering in carefully determined cases must itself abide by extremely prudent criteria to avoid dangerous forces of habits and dependence. So you see, he's saying extremely prudent criteria. Now, thankfully, I was listening to a PBS show on what hospitals and physicians are doing. They're starting to use extremely prudent criteria in prescribing opioids, but the horse is out of the barn. We already have a nationwide crisis that's costing us billions of dollars. And before you say, well, what, what does the Pope know about this? Well, evidently he knew more than our practice over the last decade or two that led to this crisis. So we want to be cautious about what we are doing. And I wanna come back for a moment to parents because this isn't just a youth phenomena, because 54% of the adults using marijuana, and there's millions upon millions of adults using it, 54% of those using are parents, and a majority of these parents have children under 18. You know, in the Bible, probably one of the more fundamental plans for discipleship, and discipleship is training someone to follow the way of the Lord, to live a life, not just, you know, religion being an idea in your head, or maybe you go to church on Sunday, but it doesn't affect you as a life. No, the the way is taught through imitation. St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 to the Corinthians, I urge you then be imitators of me. Probably, I think it's the most popular Christian book outside the Bible, The Imitation of Christ. It's based on this same discipleship model that St. Paul advocated. He said, again, in 1 Corinthians, and Corinthians was kind of a um, its a wild and crazy, <laughs> crazy church. They lived in a very immoral town. What was the way out of it? What was the way to make disciples? Well, he said in 1 Corinthians 11, be imitators of me, as I am of Christ. And in one of the first letters written in the New Testament, his letter to the Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 6, St. Paul commends the Thessalonians, and he says to them, you became imitators of us and of the Lord. The power of imitation is something that God has given to every parent. It's a gift. And for better or for worse, that gift is used. I have said in many conferences, particularly. Catholic fatherhood conferences, that your little children have like cameras from ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, and Fox News, Twenty well, not 24 hours a day, but when they're sleeping, it's not on, but every waking moment, they're taking pictures of what to imitate, of what life is to be followed. And the strongest way to keep children away from drugs is for parents not to use them themselves. The best way to keep kids off of pot is for parents not to use it themselves. Even if it's legal, it doesn't mean it's moral. And parents need to show by way of that pattern to imitate that drugs aren't something to be used. And they simply, and they don't have to go hyper on this because going hyper, you actually create higher levels of alcohol and drug abuse. You don't go hyper, but you very calmly and straightforward fashion say, marijuana is not a good thing to do. And we're gonna have probably one or maybe even two more broadcasts highlighting things you can share with your children, why they shouldn't be smoking pot In addition to the teaching of the church, and again, I'll come back to Pope John Paul II, taking drugs is always illicit, always, everywhere, at all times, for all people, parents, teens, 20-year-olds, taking drugs is always illicit. That comes from the top of the Catholic Church. It was repeated by Pope Benedict and Pope Francis. The church is not in favor of drugs, but oh, but marijuana is different. Not according to the Pontifical Council for the Family, teaching what families should be teaching their own children. I'm Steve Wood. You've been listening to episode 186 of Faith and Family. Faith and Family is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at dads.org to order copies of Faith and Family broadcasts and to learn more about Catholic family life.